0: on Monday, but Monday during the day for MLK Day should be pretty pleasant with high temperatures in the middle 60s. Everything changes once we head past midnight though. That wind is out of the north, temperatures are falling fast and it will be a day on Tuesday where we're in the 40s and 30s all day long. You factor in the wind and the feels like temperatures or the wind chill values all day on Tuesday will be around freezing. So a heavy jacket in the morning, a heavy jacket in the afternoon, Go ahead and just keep it around through Wednesday, too.
1: Yeah, because uh, Tuesday and into Wednesday, that's when it's going to be the worst. This is
0: Wednesday morning. A hard freeze, about 27 or below that mark. We're in the lower 20s to teens. That's a hard freeze. This could cause maybe problems to outdoor pipes. Obviously, your plants, your pets, yourself. Make sure you're prepared. And then got to talk about wind chill, too. The wind will still be out. Could feel like the single digits in a couple of spots. We'll see brutally cold morning there on wednesday
1: yeah so please be careful you know uh brutally cold as you said on wednesday morning that's when it's going to be down into the 20s like 27 um you know there's a winter storm uh advisory for not our area but to the north and the west of us starting tonight over into tomorrow morning but it is wednesday morning is when all the the terrible so definitely bef- like tuesday is when you want to start you know wrap your um your pipes if you need to wrap them protect them on the outside with those little styrofoam attachments that's we use that all the time in the midwest and that works really well you know just a little cup that attaches to the spigot on the outside if you want to drip your drip your pipes on the inside which i always thought when we first moved here people told us that i was like come on now <laughs> like i live in the midwest my whole life really you gotta no yeah you really do have to do that it's good to do that um but you know get your pets inside obviously um you know no people outside. I'm sure the cold weather shelters are uh, going to be open this week. So 25, 25 for the low going into Wednesday morning. Uh, and, you know, as he said, wind chill might be in the single digits at some point. So that's, um, it's not warm, although it's no negative 30 <laughs> like I was experiencing. And then you had the, uh, the Dolphins chiefs game that actually went on, even though it was the coldest day, uh, Temperature for a game ever at Arrowhead. Um it's not that good of a game, honestly. The Dolphins scored one touchdown, and the um, the Chiefs the Chiefs kicker scored more than the Dolphins. They had four field goals, and then they routed them. Um, and then the Packers uh, Cowboys game. Of course, the Packers just demolished the Cowboys. Now, the one game that was the most fun for me over the week, I, I will say this: uh, CJ Stroud looked amazing for the Texans. That was uh, pretty impressive. Although, honestly, half their their points came on defense, right? First Against down, the Browns. Parker. Pressure comes. Gets rid of it. It's
2: picked off. Steven Nelson takes it away. And he's looking to go the other way. Nelson has a convoy down the sideline. Touchdown.
1: In a playoff game, you get a pick six for 61 yards and the next score two minutes later. Fourth and two. Offense on the field. Play clock under five. They run it. Flacco dials it up. Picked off again. Ouch. <laughs> Fourteen points on defense. Uh for the third quarter. That's terrible. So the um you know the Texans just demolished the Browns. But the fun game, at least for this kid who was born in Detroit, uh Pontiac actually, but lived in Detroit for a long time. My dad was a pastor in Detroit. Royal Oak, Pontiac, uh Durand, Michigan, if you know where that is, Saginaw. Those are all familiar to me. I grew up a uh, you know, Lions and Tigers and uh, pistons and never really so much the Red Wings, but, you know, there, there's a lot of Detroit in me. So to watch Detroit come out and score and score and score
3: Two for the touchdown Goff looking to throw
4: Throws
1: 21-20, to 20. and then of course L.A. comes back, Stafford, who used to be the quarterback for Detroit. It's such a weird thing because Jared Goff and um, uh, Matthew Stafford, they traded them a couple of years ago, and uh, it's worked out pretty well for you know Matt Stafford in L.A., but it's also now working out better for Jared Goff in, um, uh, in Detroit, and it's just fun. It was fun to watch. It was fun to see them get ahead, hold the lead, and then finally get to this point. And Detroit Enjoy the moment while you can. Because, <laughs> like, in my lifetime, they had only ever won one playoff game before they've never won a title uh, in my lifetime. Uh, one playoff win in the last 65 years, <laughs> and that was in 1991. So it's been a minute. So uh, it was fun to watch. Although, now, Jake, you've ruined me forever. Uh, no, don't. <laughs> don't do not do it? Don't do it. <laughs> Jared says – or, sorry, uh, Jake says that if you say the Detroit quarterback's name too fast, too often – it, it'll just, sound very, very, very wrong to you. And I'm not going to. I'm just going to uh, leave it to you to do the experiment as you will. 715 on News Radio 92.3.
5: You've ruined me forever now with that, Jake. So thanks a lot. Sorry. It's <laughs> just his name always strikes me weird. You just, it, just say it slowly. Jared. Don't. Jared with a D. Jared. Yeah, Jared. cough.
1: That's fine. That's all fine. Yes, that sounds... Don't say it fast. All right, uh, traffic on the 5, sir.
5: Uh, I'm not seeing any troubles around town. Fairfield not showing any problems. All clear from 12th Avenue through to Palafox and W Street. Highway 29 is accident-free from the Atmore Cutoff in Molino through Cantonment. If you're on 98 this morning, you're looking good east and westbound through Gulf Breeze and Navarre. And uh, if you're traveling out of Milton this morning, you're clear getting through Pace on Highway 90. If you see anything out there slowing you down, call or text me on our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives.
1: Thanks so much, Jake. Uh, If you're thinking about that next uh, home, you're thinking about a first home, you're thinking about moving out of your parents, you're thinking about getting out of the rental, or you're thinking about acquiring a second, a third, a fourth, I don't know. You know, I don't know. Everybody's different, okay? Um, Especially if you're thinking about, like, buying a, you know, a vacation rental. Listen up. Christina Leavenworth is fantastic. She and her team at Leavenworth Realty sold 175 homes last year, $65 million in assets that they have uh, taken care of, 40 years-plus experience. She's been doing this only for about seven years. And one of the things, I was listening to her on Pep Talk recently. She's talking with Jake, actually, about this, that, you know, a lot of people saw the kind of exuberant returns you could get in the vacation rental market. And then they kind of bought a bunch of those. And then they found out, uh (laughs) uh-oh, you know, maybe this wasn't the obvious money-making pot of gold that I had thought that it was. And so she says one of the things she tries to tell people is, look, if you want to do that, that's great. We can help you with that, of course. But also ask the question, what if the vacation rental part doesn't work out so well? Is there another way to make money with this property? And, you know, traditional rental would be typically the alternative. And that's the point is that, you know, she doesn't just answer your questions, which she will. But she also helps you to ask better ones and really think through, you know, is this a good decision for you? Because that's the value of having a professional help you with, you know, this whole process. So she's going to bring stuff up based on her experience that you may not notice, and that's what's going to save you money, make you money, or put you in a better situation long term. 723-9158 for Christina Leavenworth and her team at Levin Realty.
3: Here's today's Strength
6: for Life with your host, Pastor James C. Johnson. Often the most unhealthy part of a person is their mind People fantasize about life with a different spouse, or they entertain negative thoughts that often lead to depression, or some people think of themselves more highly than they ought. After all, no one knows what you're thinking unless you tell them. It's easy to keep secret the bad habits of the mind. Did you know that 2 Corinthians 10.5 tells us to bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ? Beware of thinking on things that inhibit your spiritual growth or undermine your relationship with others. Instead capture your thoughts and bring every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. You'll be glad you did, and so
3: will the people in your life. That was James C. Johnson. He serves as the pastor of North Stone Baptist Church in Pensacola, Florida. For more Strength for Life, please visit our website,
0: strengthforlife.church. Gulf Coast businesses are set to lose over $10 million this month. I'm Nathan with Data Revolution, and this is your cybersecurity tip of the month. W-2s and 1099s are being sent out, and scammers are posing as both employees and employers to collect social security and bank account information. Be wary of requests asking to change address or bank information through email alone. Businesses along the Gulf Coast trust Data Revolution for their cybersecurity and communications needs. Visit datarevs.com for more information. Get ready to roll, Pensacola, because Cordova Mall Ball is back.
7: January 20th, presented by Sandy Sansing Dealerships, with a portion of the proceeds benefiting Studer Family Children's Hospital Ascension Sacred Heart. Ages 21 and up, formal or crew attire required. Mardi Gras for all y'all rolls on
0: with Cordova Mall Ball, January 20th, 8 p.m. to midnight. Get tickets at PensacolaMardiGras.com.
3: Wrap up your day with all of the national, state, local, sports, and entertainment news with Pensacola right now with Joe and Austin. On News Radio 923. Wait a minute, Doc. Uh, are you telling me that you built a time machine? out of a DeLorean?
1: Good morning, 721 here on News Radio 923, Informative Local, Dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. Uh happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. It's kind of a, a an odd one that, you know, because he was assassinated obviously, it's a weird one to say happy I guess about, but still, you know, celebrating the works of somebody who God, died so young. Just imagine what more he could have accomplished, what more significance he would have had in our culture had he lived and been able to preach for another 30 years, you know? Just uh Amazing. And as I've said before, I'll say again somebody who is often, I think usually, celebrated for being a black political activist, and rightly so. But for me, the error there is not for what he is celebrated for, but what we sometimes omit to celebrate him for, which is a black Christian minister political activist who was motivated incredibly by his faith and his theological convictions and his biblical reasoning with with which he used to respond to the Southern Baptist pastors who told him that he was doing wrong for breaking the law in the South through civil disobedience. And, you know, Letter from a Birmingham Jail is, of course, this amazing explanation of the biblical foundation of civil disobedience and honoring authority by resisting it when it is wrong. And just, I mean, you really ought to read it. And also read the letter from the pastors to him saying that he's wrong. And uh, I think time has shown that he had it right and they did not have it right. 722, which is, you know, I mean, look, there were people in the South who used the Bible to defend slavery. Wrongly so. Like, they didn't read the part about how man stealing is a crime. I mean, like, that's kind of an important prescription in the Old Testament, but they skipped that part. I don't know why, but, you know, sometimes people are blind to a thing. 722 on News Radio 92 3, informative, local, dependable. David Wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines. David.
2: Well, world leaders and top officials are set to gather in Switzerland this week for the 54th annual World Economic Forum. The meeting will include uh, Secretary of State Antony Blinken, uh, and they'll also be addressing, of course, wars in Gaza and Ukraine. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker says he needs more help from the Biden administration to address the uh, migrant crisis. He was on ABC's This Week over the weekend, and uh, Pritzker Also criticized uh, Greg Abbott for continuing to send asylum seekers to sanctuary cities. Well, today, Andrew... Grab some uh, cream cheese. It's National Bagel Day. Today we celebrate the kosher carb called the bagel. It dates back to the 17th century brought to the U.S. by Polish Jewish immigrants. It's the only bread that's boiled before baking. That's where the chew comes from. And the hole in the center makes them cook faster. According to New Yorker Bagels, the average person eats about 38 of them every year. But be careful. Last year, more than 2,000 people cut their fingers slicing bagels and needed (laughs) stitches. I'm Bree (laughs) Tennis.
1: i don't know why that's so funny to me but it really is so
2: 38 bagels a year you about on average above below okay
1: so i used to be i'm kind of like trying to lose weight right now so probably at the moment not so much but oh man i love a good bagel i do i actually worked at a place called skolnick's bagels in chicago where they taught us how to cut bagels properly you know how to cut a bagel properly uh, no,
2: I'd probably be one of the few that gets stitches, but yeah, go All ahead. Right.
1: So you put it flat on the counter and you put your hand over the top of it, like you're pressing down on it. And then you take the bread knife and you go sideways across. And then when you get about halfway, you flip it up and finish it off. Okay. That's how we cut bagels. I learned how to cut bagels properly. Learn something new every day. There you go. Um, Although it does rise. I didn't know they boiled the bread, boiled the dough before the, the, that's interesting. I just learned something with that. That's fascinating. Uh, That's, that's makes sense. So that's why it's not as airy because the yeast doesn't rise as much, I guess. Um, But um, I'm baffled by something all of a sudden. It's a question I've never asked in my entire life for 52 years. I'm, I'm just, I'm suddenly baffled by this. You guys ready? Absolutely. Okay. So we make it, you know, with, no center right what else do we make with no center what else is a ring little dough ring that has no that has a hole in the middle donut yeah but what do we also have what what is what a duncan pioneer the
5: little tiny nugget called a oh the donut hole why don't we have bagel holes huh uh well we do uh a company called bantam bagels made little holes with the cream cheese in the center. And it's just a it's just a ball. So stuffed bagel holes, stuffed bagel holes. Yes, sir. They do exist. See, there you go. Answer. Question answered. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I had David stump though, and they're delicious. And, and I didn't know either. But you know, why wouldn't you? I mean, if you can make why it. Why have in a I ring. never
2: heard of the bagel hole before?
1: I know. This I kind of like don't. You
2: want them now? Yes, yeah. it
1: sounds great. I, know, I definitely do. They're like so like good. a bagel hole, then it's easy to dip. It's a it's a party mm-hmm. serving. You know, kind of. I don't know. And the cream
5: cheese is already in the center of the ball. I don't think
1: you have to do it that way, do you? Mm,
5: it's, it's the way they it's come. It's the preferred. Okay, it's right, the fair they, enough. Yeah.
1: David, thank you for making <laughs> all of our lives hungrier this morning. I appreciate that. Anytime. Jake's got traffic on the fives.
5: Oh, uh, we're looking good around town. I'm not seeing any major slowdowns or issues to speak about. 98 eastbound and westbound through Gulf Breeze and Navarre. You're looking clearer there. If you're traveling out of Milton this morning uh, through Pace on Highway 90, no accidents reported there. I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds. Highway 29 is accident-free from the Atmore cutoff in Molino through Cantonment and Fairfield, not showing any problems. Uh, all clear from 12th Avenue through to Palafox and W Street. If you see anything out there slowing you down, call or text our traffic tip line 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives.
1: So Jake, we were just talking about how your brain mishears when when people say mm, Jared, Jared Goff, Goff, yeah, yeah. um, <laughs> my brain mishears stuff all the time, which is sometimes <laughs> funny. But you just briefly there for a second, you said to Palafox. and what I heard was to pow the <laughs> the bad one, Wonder '80s band. You don't know the band to pow Oh
5: wow. Mm,
1: okay. Man, no. I feel terrible now, but somebody out there's laughing. 437-1620, 437-1620. If you have any kind of a hardware need, you need to fix something around your home, you need to do a remodel, a renovation, or just, you know, fix a hole. Somebody stuck their foot through the wall. That happens. Pensacola hardware. Okay. They will take care of you. And not just because they have a great selection of all the right stuff, supplies, tools, safety gear, all that advice advice it's the expertise okay when you go to pensacola hardware you're going to a place of expertise they've been around since 1851 i mean obviously the people who were there now weren't there then but you know there's this legacy this institutional knowledge this tradition of knowing because a lot of times you go to a hardware store and you're like do i risk it can i ask them a question they'll know the answer (laughs) you know and then you go to pensacola hardware you can risk it they will know the answer they will be able to help you they can give you advice, not just sell you the stuff. The oldest business in the entire state of Florida since 1851, right downtown at 20 East Gregory Street, 728 on News Radio 92.3. Um, I'm gonna. I don't believe that I have the power to jinx something or to ruin it, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell you something, and it's probably gonna come back to haunt me to tell you. So okay. So I was telling you on Friday. Had um, been here 10 years. It was my 10-year anniversary on Wednesday, I think, last Wednesday. I think the 10th was my first day on the air in 2014, right before the ice storm. Welcome to Pensacola and the flood of 2014. But um, I put a thing up on Facebook and just, you know, saying Dave Mary Hoxing, who brought me here, and Ann Schiller convinced this, you know, Midwestern kid to move to do a morning news radio show, all of which I didn't want to do. <laughs> didn't want the mornings, didn't want local news, didn't want to live in the South. I still hate getting up at 4 a.m., but I love what I do. I appreciate you beyond... I mean, you guys, all of you, for your warm reception. Uh, and here's to another 10 years. Here's what was amazing to me is it was like 400 people reacted to this thing, which is amazing, and 100 comments plus. And what weirded me out in a good way is there was nobody nobody said anything negative. Nobody, like, I'm not inviting it. I don't want it, but I was like, wow, that's cool. <laughs> It's kind of like how nobody says bad stuff to you on your birthday. I mean, I don't know. It was just really neat. It was such a warm thing. I I, I don't know. It really it made me cry a little bit. Honestly, you guys were so sweet. It was amazing. Uh, something else I saw over the weekend that was just fascinating. My wife and I go bike riding, you know, on the weekends. Um, or paddle boarding. You know, it just depends on the weather. Uh, we're now into paddle boarding. And um, we were in uh, Orange Beach down in Bear Point, and, which is a really interesting place because you have, like, trailer next to $400,000 home. Like, every other house. It's weird. It's like the mixed income, but not really. Because it's, I mean, I'm I'm assuming it's Ivan and Sally Rebuilds is what it is. But okay. But we saw there was an intersection that had a stop sign pair. Going one way, the stop sign said stop. And then below the stop sign was another little, like, somebody had homemade a stop sign that said, children, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down. <laughs> which was funny. That's funny. And my wife, we passed through that one, and she turned around. and She said, "Oh no, but this one's better." The other side was, in- stop, collaborate and listen. Oh, <laughs> they vanilla iced us. It's really cute. I thought that was really great. And you, your thought was stop
5: in the name of love. Right.
1: That would have been a good third one. Right. That would have yeah. been a good third one at the intersection. So, <laughs> I, I would think Al Dot does not approve. But I would think somebody at Al Dot smart enough to know don't take those down. They're mm-hmm. really cute. Yeah. David Wayne will have your local news coming up next.
8: Fox News, I'm C.J. Papa. A share of 40 delegates up for grabs for the candidates in Frigid, Iowa, based on their performance.
5: Iowa Republicans gathered to perform the engaging, unique, and tedious
7: process that are the caucuses. Of course, former President Trump has not spent much time in the state, given his
0: recent schedule of court dates. The other GOP contenders have been trying to make up that ground.
8: Fox's Alexandria Hoff, the wind chill brutal.
0: The fact that we don't have any snow or winter storms, that's great news. But again, uh, some of these frigid wind chills will make it the coldest caucus on record.
8: Fox Senior Meteorologist Janice Dean, the caucuses kick off at 8 p.m. Eastern. 136 Israelis still held hostage by Hamas, but the White House says that now is the right time for Israel to scale back its military offensive. in the Gaza Strip, Israeli officials are not on the same page as the war reaches more than 100 days. America's listening to Fox
2: News. Good morning, 7:31 at News Radio 92.3. It's 40 degrees right now. Partly cloudy skies. Beautiful morning in Pensacola. An Atmore man has been charged with a fatal shooting over the weekend. Police say 25-year-old Charles Walker now faces charges related to Saturday morning's fatal shooting on Martin Luther King Jr. Avenue and Bragg Street. Police say the victim, identified as Okima McCants, was shot and killed after attempting to intervene in a large fight between several males. Investigators are still looking for other suspects in the case. Three people hurt in a fire at a home on Garnett Street in Escambia County yesterday. Firefighters were called to that fire Sunday afternoon at about 1 o'clock. Right now there's no word on the condition of the victims or the cause of the fire. The state fire marshal's office is investigating Senator Marco Rubio throwing his support behind former President Trump in the 2024 election. In a post on X, Rubio said that Trump's leadership is the only way
1: to get the actions needed to fix the disaster Biden has created. The endorsement means that both Florida senators are endorsing Trump over Governor Ron DeSantis, following Rick Scott's backing of
2: Trump in November. I'm Mark Mayfield. The Southern Youth Sports Association honored several people for their contributions to the community over the weekend. It was the Living the Dream event held Saturday night Each honoree was recognized for helping to carry out the dreams of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. One recipient, NFL Hall of Famer and Pensacola native Derek Brooks, was given the key to the city. When this was
4: proposed to me, my response was, you know, heck, I figured he could go anywhere in City Hall he wanted. I didn't think he needed a key for anything. Uh, He could use my desk and be having lunch there. I wouldn't have been surprised.
2: Of course, that's Mayor D.C. Reeves there. He presented Brooks with the key. Also, Channel 3's Sue Strawn awarded the prestigious King Dream Service Award at that event. Well, we do have an update on the investigation into a body found in Santa Rosa County last week. Family members believe it may have been 25-year-old Cameron Bellinger. He went missing last July after visiting friends in Milton. He was last seen walking in that area.
6: All along we just hoped and prayed that it wasn't going to be that we were going to find out that this wasn't the end that this wasn't the result but you know everything everything was pointing towards a, a bad end
2: that is cameron's aunt darlene bellinger the family says cameron had been enjoying life and even making future plans they're confused about the events that led up to his disappearance They do say that they are shocked to find the remains, but they were also a bit relieved. Uh, Officials say it's going to take a little bit of time before those remains can be officially identified. Governor Ron DeSantis in Iowa today and hoping that some support from here in Florida will pay off in the uh, Iowa caucuses. Brevard County Sheriff Wayne Ivey flew into Iowa yesterday. He's campaigning for DeSantis before the caucus today. Ivey tells uh, news stations there that DeSantis has been incredible for law enforcement in Florida and had their backs from the beginning. Uh, the latest RealClearPolitics.com average has DeSantis currently in third place, Nikki Haley in second, and Donald Trump in first by almost 35 points. It's 7:35 at News Radio 92.3. Jake's got our traffic on the fives.
5: We're looking good around town this morning. No major accidents or slowdowns to report. Highway 90 is clear from Milton into Pace. Lillian, Jackson, Navy, New Warrington, all accident-free on the west side. Cervantes is clear through the curve on Scenic Highway. Summit Boulevard also not showing any accidents. And uh, I-10 and I-110 at posted speeds, 98 eastbound and westbound through Gulf Breeze and Navarre, showing no problems there. If you do see anything out there slowing us down, call or text our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives.
7: We are going to be seeing a nice partly cloudy stay today with a temperature near 65 degrees for your high overnight tonight getting very cold with temperatures dropping into the 30s small chance of rain as you go Monday night into Tuesday morning. We're going to be getting very chilly through that period high on Tuesday 44 degrees as you go into Tuesday night temperatures dropping near 25 degrees and by Wednesday sunny skies with a high near 47. Stay connected to the channel 3 news first morning weather team download the WEAR TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the first morning weather center.
2: You're ready for that cold snap, I guess. Right now, 40 in Pensacola, 42 in Gulf Breeze, and 36 in Milton. Our next news at 8 and breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 923.
4: I'm Jim Chesko with Your Money Now. Reflecting years of overbuilding along with shifting work habits that were accelerated by the pandemic, America's offices are emptier than they've been in more than 30 years. Modi's Analytics says a staggering 19.6% of office space in major U.S. cities wasn't leased as of the fourth quarter, up from 18.8% a year earlier. The highest vacancy rates are in the Southwest, specifically Houston, Dallas, and Austin, Texas. It may be an old medium, but radio is actually holding up pretty well. Data from Pew Research show that radio's audiences declined by 10% from 2009 to 22, but that's not bad given all the competition, primarily from streaming platforms. Meanwhile, pay TV audiences dropped by 20% between 2014 and 23 and shrank at a record pace in last year's third quarter. The markets are closed for the holiday. They will reopen tomorrow morning. That's your money now.
8: It's a new year, and that means new savings on your next Volkswagen from Pete Moore Imports. Remember zero percent financing? Well, it's returned to Pete Moore Imports and is now available on all 2023 Volkswagen Tiguan and Taos crossover models. In addition to zero percent financing, Pete Moore Imports is discounting those models, like the 2023 Taos SE now from 31,245, and the 2023 Tiguan SE R-Line now from 34,791. Both discounted models offer zero percent. And financing for 60 months, and with the new year comes the 2024 Atlas SE now from 38,696, and the 2024 Atlas Cross Sport SE from 37,361. Start saving this month at Feedmore Imports. They're not in Car City, so you won't pay Car City prices. Feedmore Imports is on New Warrington Road, Pensacola. Special APR rate for qualifying credit through PCI. Sale price before tag, tax, title, and associated dealer fees. It must be delivered by February 29, 2024 for details
1: advertising marketing digital marketing these are words you hear a lot about but what exactly do they mean how do
4: you get started where do you get started? Well, you can start by tuning in to the Pensacola
1: Expert Panel this morning at 1030. Join me, Tasca King. I'll show you how to navigate the changing and fast growing landscape of digital advertising this morning at 1030 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620.
3: Hey Pensacola, get ready for a midday delight that will have you hooked. Weekdays from 11 until 2 on News Radio Pensacola. Tune in to the Markley, Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp and Scott Robbins are their dynamic trio that'll keep you entertained, informed and laughing out loud during your lunch break. They dish out the hottest topics, bring you the latest news and deliver their unique blend of humor and insight that'll have you coming back for more. It's the Markley, Van Camp and Robbins show on News Radio Pensacola, on 92.3, 95.3 and AM 1620.
6: Basically, I'm here to uh, to request a uh, uh, two links uh, relief. Uh, one is a demolition link uh, that um, that it's um, that is attached to, the, to a property I, I bought in uh, December uh, 2022.
1: I know this is not a voice you recognize. This is Ana Carolina Lopez speaking at the Escambia County Commission meeting last week. And of all the things they talked about in the commission meeting. This was actually the one that they spent the most time on. I think you'll find out why they spent time on it here in just a second. So, she's a property investor, right? She's a buy distressed properties, tax deed sales. Uh, She'll buy stuff, flip it, buy stuff, sell it to other people who will renovate or whatever. Okay, so why is she in my show? Why was her story interesting to me?
6: So, when I I purchased this property in the tax deed auction, uh, there was a house there. And uh, less than w- one week later, it was uh, tear down by the county, and I wasn't uh, notified.
5: Oh,
1: no. She bought a property that had a house on it, and a week later, the county tore down that property because it had been scheduled for demolition, and she didn't know it, and they didn't contact her about it.
6: I found out that uh, there, there wasn't a house, no longer a house there, when my buyer, um, a uh, flip company, who was buying the house to do a flip, uh, went to visit the house to take pictures, uh, inside pictures. Uh, he was doing his um, uh, inspection. His due diligence and he arrived there. No house. I was shocked because I I didn't know that was uh, being demolished. I was not notified.
1: Hey, we're kind of interested in this property that you just bought. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to uh, sell it to you. Want to go take a look at it? Sure, I'll go take a look at it. Uh, Where's the house? What do you mean, where's the house? We looked at the property. There's no house here. What do you mean? I just bought it a week ago. The house was there a week ago. What are you talking about? I don't have to tell you. The house isn't here. She found out they demolished the house because the person she was selling it to went and looked and said, "Uh so she shows up at the county commission meeting and says, "Uh
6: and uh, uh, there is a Pensacola code of ordinance that says that uh, uh, the owner has to sign two forms to uh, to, to have a demolition uh, uh, occurring so one is uh, the demolition permit application. I I wasn't notified, so I didn't sign one. Demolition and also the demolition affidavit.
1: And she says, "Look, um, you're sending me a bill for like seventeen thousand dollars for the cost of demolishing the house that I was trying to sell." What? The
6: bleep, <laughs> are you doing? And I'm here to to re- request the, this lien relief. Uh, it's been, I think, 16,000. And uh, I'm um, I'm not able to sell the, the lot. I have people interested in buying the house. Um, I was interested myself to, to do the renovation, to flip the house if I didn't find somebody to buy. But I found one. And now I have a lot and a lot with such uh, expensive lien, I'm not, uh, I don't find somebody to buy.
1: There's no way for me to sell this now, plus with the lien on top of it. Also, you owe me a house.
6: And also um, the owner of this house had another house, and all the liens of this house are being charged, charged on me. So basically all the exceeds proceeds of the purchase, it's being applied first uh, on the liens of this house, this other house that I'm not related to that. I bought only Webster.
1: This is the spidering effect, okay, in Scambia County. If you have violations, code violations against House A, and you happen to own more than one house, they'll make it so that you can't sell any of your properties unless you pay off the code violations on that house even though the other property might be in perfect shape. Which I understand the rationale for this. It's a way of bringing leverage against, you know, somebody who doesn't take care of a property. But in this case, she bought the tax deed and they took the overage against the taxes because I guess the auction, she had to pay more than just the taxes were worth because sometimes there's more than one bidder. I'm assuming it's kind of what happened here. And they took that money and they took the excess and they did it to pay off a portion of this other lien because it was an older lien and didn't even apply it against the $17,000 in demolition costs that they were about to put on the house that they hadn't even demolished when she bought it.
6: Good Lord! <laughs> what in the world? Basically, all the exits proceeds of my purchase is being applied first for the lace, uh, lace circle uh, links, and then a, a little amount being applied to the links of the property I purchase. So, for me... It doesn't make sense, that.
1: So she's trying to get some kind of relief from this crazy situation.
6: I would be glad to pay liens of a property that is mine, but it's not mine. So basically, I've been charged for liens of two properties.
1: Yeah. Okay. So then you get, you know, the attorney for the county here. Allison Rogers is going to talk about this case a little bit. And I'll tell you what happened after that in just a second. Jake's got traffic on
5: the fight. Can you? This is... That's crazy. <laughs> wow yes go ahead oh man um yeah I just I feel so bad for her you know right. it's like trying right. to get something going in this country and it's like wow uh, all right, so uh, we're looking good around town. I-10 and I-110 at posted speeds. Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre is flowing smoothly. Not seeing any problems on any side streets. Looks like Cervantes is clear through the curve on Scenic Highway. Summit Boulevard also not showing any accidents. Lillian, Jackson, Navy, New Orrington, all accident-free on the west side. If you do see anything out there, call or text our traffic tip line 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives.
1: Thanks so much, Jake. So what did the county have to say in defense of their initially crazy Infliction of distress upon this woman, but you know, there's their side to take too, right? You got to hear them Allison Rogers County Attorney
6: through the owner violator previous to the tax deed sale There was a code enforcement process underway at that property. It was properly noticed and through that process there was a magistrate's order to do the demolition, which is what she has referred to uh, and that abatement was done by the county at county expense shortly after the tax deed acquisition by Maison LLC.
1: Abatement means a fix of a problem. And typically they say abatement because the county's doing it. That's just like weird language that they use. Uh, and she does explain that, yeah, it was a spiderweb effect. OK, that uh, the, the property on uh, Lacey and the surplus went to the oldest liens. And you know, that's kind of how they do things. Uh, And that the uh, property on Webster now has $17,000. That's the one she bought. uh, Has $17,000 in hard costs. And the one on Lacey had $5,000 after the first one paid off with the surplusage from the sale. And uh, she says, well, what you could do is you could maybe move the four grand-ish that had been applied to the one over the, like you could retroactively reapply it or reallocate it from the property she doesn't own to the property she does own. And then she'd only owe you $13,000. And that's what uh, Commissioners Bender and Kohler agree. They they like that concept. Um, Stephen Berry just wants clarification. Like, what really happened here?
9: How long between the purchase through the tax deed sale and the? How long was the time period between there and the demo? Six or seven days, I believe. Seven days, twelve days.
1: And I think it turns out is actually eight days. Purchased on the fifth, demolished on the thirteenth. So you know, a week and a day. And here, you know what? Stephen Barry really had the right answer to this, at least in terms of empathy I'm not sure that I don't think they came away with the right decision in the end, but at least in terms of seeing her point
9: going forward there's something that at its heart I don't like about that you know I mean that doesn't seem fair I, I, you know notice was given to the previous person, and I know that tax deed sales I know they're please miss Lopez um, I know that comments are made i mean there' I know that we do everything the way that we're supposed to do it legally. I I don't dispute that at all. I'm sure there is fine print that says, you know, buyer beware, et cetera. But, I mean, how – I don't know what measure of awareness it takes to understand that a certain property is going to be demolished within, you know, a a calendar week.
1: I mean, even doing all of your due diligence apparently might not show this up, right? And – you know, as he's Allison said, well, look, we did the special magistrate. We did everything we're supposed to do. And he's like, yeah, but maybe at least an asterisk, <laughs> you know, basically something. And then Lumen May, who's, you know, in construction, has done a lot of these kinds of things. He basically has, well, look, it's a buyer. Be aware. You know, it's a real estate tax deed sale, whatever you, you do it on your own, uh, your own risk.
8: I agree with you. But, you know, long before my, my years of service, I bought a lot of tax deed properties. But in red, honestly, on the description, it's always a big sign that says beware
9: yeah, um, yeah I, I get that yeah, uh, you I mean, know but I mean but I agree with you I mean it should be probably more clearly defined I, I don't know how many I mean and if it's maybe it's 80 percent of them I don't know right I mean how many of the properties that are going up for a test deed sale have definitive magistrate orders that have been that have been given that have not been acted on yet? right
8: and they can't stop it at that point
9: no no right. and yeah, and, I agree. and and if I, they go agree with that but if they do go to look at the property Hi- hypothetically, if they go to look at it, they would see a home there or a structure of some sort. Mm-hmm. And I mean, uh, did they I they think don't know. that
8: they could that they think that they could save because, unfortunately, many of them that you tear down. I mean, I'm in the restoration business. Many homes that are torn down, you really could save. So I I kind yeah. of know where you're going, commissioner.
1: I mean, it seems like if you can put up a notice of demolition on the property, which they say they did. Okay, it seems like you could put a notice of pending demolition. At the time of the tax deed sale, <laughs> like not just a buyer beware, but you know, hey, this uh, this property is getting ready to be demolished. You know, though, right? Like it's not. I mean, buyer beware in red is one thing, okay? But buyer beware. Oh, and this would have been nice because that's what Stephen Barry wants to do. Is you know, is there a way that we can avoid this problem in the future? Something, something that we can do to make this not happen.
9: What do you think? I mean, would you give a little bit of thought about how the county could try to avoid this type of situation happening in the future?
1: It it just doesn't. Talking to Tim Tolbert, by the way.
9: Again, legally, I don't question anything. I'm just saying as as public servant, it doesn't seem great.
8: No, it's I understand. And it's uh, ultimately um, I can look and see what I can do with the clerk's office to see if there's a mechanism in which we can help highlight a little more
1: he's the like building and codes guy okay for the county so in the end what they wound up moving to do was to just move the uh, four or five grand from the one property over to this property so now she's only going to owe twelve thousand dollars the cost of the demolition was 17 and they at least took what she already paid off of the cost of the demolition
9: Tada! Pass five zero. <laughs> All right, uh, Miss Lopez. So the uh, there was a reduction given by the board tonight of uh, another substantial amount. The remaining amount is twelve thousand seven hundred forty-one dollars that would need to be collected. That is money that the taxpayers are out, are out. So no, no, ma'am. The money would be twelve thousand seven hundred forty-one dollars that would still need to be collected.
1: So she's still going to have to pay for two thirds of. The, I mean, she, she's paying for the whole demolition the overage she paid and now she's going to be billed for the extra 12 grand and she's out the house i mean this that can't be the right landing place right i again i, I get it it's all at your own risk but it, it seems like and i know they've got this really firm rule that they never offset the hard costs they never they always make you pay the hard costs um i you know what I what I kind of think they should have done? Why can't they spider it in reverse? My, here's what they could have done. They could have said, okay, you own the property when we, when we demolished it. Um, we'll split the cost of the demolition between you and the original owner because it was really their bad behavior, right? Spider it backwards to the old property. And then... You know, at least then she's only on the hook for like three grand and out of house. <laughs> but I'd I'd be surprised she doesn't take him to court over this. And I don't know enough about the law in this particular case to know who wins, but I'm just telling you, I'm on a jury and somebody buys a house and the county demolishes it a week later and she didn't know it was going to be demolished. I'm inclined to side with her. 437 Crazy story. I'm Andrew McKay.
7: Hi, I'm Billy Anderson with Anderson Subaru. The men and women here at Anderson Subaru are committed to the Subaru Love Promise. A promise between us and our communities. A promise to make the Gulf Coast a better place to live, to work, and to play. And we're proud of what we've accomplished. From our ongoing support of the Pensacola Breast Cancer Association and Ascension Sacred Heart, to volunteering with Feeding the Gulf Coast. We've conducted clothing drives for loaves and fishes, and charity auctions for Gulf Coast Kids House, and we support Sherwood Elementary School in multiple ways. We're committed to the Pets in our communities, too, by supporting dog adoption events with Phoenix Rising Rescue, Barktoberfest with Pensacola Humane Society, and Potty Gras with Wolfgang Park and Brews. And the love continues. Through donations, volunteering, and monetary support, Anderson Subaru is making a difference in the lives of our neighbors and our community. The Subaru love promise. That's a promise we intend to keep at Anderson Subaru, Highway 29, just north of Car City, Pensacola, online at andersonsubaru.com. Anderson's
1: got a
2: Subaru for you.
5: Hello, this is Mary with Howard Young Flooring. Shopping for flooring can be a little overwhelming. At Howard Young Flooring, we are here to help you any way we can and answer any questions you may have so that you can make knowledgeable decisions. We understand the importance of each and every customer and would like to thank you for allowing us into your homes. For those we have not met, we hope to see you soon. Visit us today at 4333 Avalon Boulevard in Milton. We look forward to covering your future.
4: The Florida Department of Health in Escambia County works to protect, promote, and improve the health of everyone in your community. Listen in tomorrow at 1030 to the Pensacola Expert Panel, when Director Marie Mott will give a public health update. That's tomorrow at 1030 on the Pensacola Expert Panel.
5: The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio ninety two three AM 1620.
3: It's News Radio Pensacola on 92.3, 95.3, AM 1620, the website, the app, or your smart device. It's news on your terms. That was not cool.
1: Good morning, 7.56 here on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's a Pensacola Morning News. You can always text me at 437-1620. What would your solution to that situation have been? If you were a county commissioner, what would you have recommended doing? I thought about it a little bit more, and I think I would say not only um, spider half, but I'd spider the full 12,000 back to the original owners because they're the ones who caused the problem, right? And, you know, they caused the problem. And if we're going to use this spider web concept and get the people who really – ought to owe it Um, because I don't know how you carry over a lien that had not been accomplished yet to a new owner that's a weird one too I don't I'm I suspect the law is going to have something to say about this but we'll see I don't know like I said I don't know the law in this case Uh, We got Jake with Traffic on the 5s. Jake?
5: Well, still not seeing any major slowdowns or accidents to report to you this morning. Highway 90 is clear from Milton into Pace. Lillian, Jackson, Navy, New Warrington all accident-free on the west side. Cervantes is clear through the curve on Scenic Highway. Summit Boulevard also not showing any accidents. Looks like I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds. And if you're on 98 this morning, east or westbound through Gulf Breeze and Navarre, not showing any accidents or slowdowns there. If you do see anything out there causing some issues, let us know. Call or text our traffic tip line 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives.
1: Thanks so much, Jake. Somebody texted me in here at 437-1620. Um, I hope she takes them to court in this situation, and I pray that she wins her suit against the county. Yeah, I look, I want her to win. I I just wish I didn't have to pay for it. <laughs> you know, I'm paying for it now, I guess, you know. Uh, somebody here says spider, the whole cost of demolition back to the original property, and are they the ones who caused the issue, they should pay it off. And if they own other properties, then fine, uh fine and put a lien on it until the county is paid. Um, The entire lien burden needs to go to the original owner of the property, as somebody else said. 437 David Wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines. David? Well,
2: a deal brokered by congressional leaders over the weekend may help to avert a government shutdown this week.
5: The deal is a two-step plan that would temporarily fund parts of the government through March 1st, the rest through March 8th. This would give the House and Senate negotiators more time to hammer out details to a $1.6 trillion spending plan. The conservative House Freedom Caucus is already signaling its disapproval. The continuing resolution has to reach President Biden's desk by Friday to avert a government shutdown. Voters am now- Rory O'Neill.
2: Voters now officially casting votes in the 2024 election cycle. The Iowa caucus is getting underway today. Polls uh, far and away showing former President Trump leading the pack in the GOP primary by about 35 points. And there's a tribute today in New York City marking the 15th anniversary of Miracle on the Hudson. That was when the U.S. Airways flight 1549 hit a flock of birds. Uh, And Captain Sullenberger was able to land the plane safely in the Hudson River. All 150 passengers and five crew members survived.
1: Amazing, amazing uh, incident. Thanks so much, uh, David. Uh, Somebody here says, uh, what's the number of lawyers in Pensacola? Surely somebody's going to take her case pro bono, kick the county's butt. This is insanity at its finest. Somebody else says that's all a part of buying tax deeds. She's not going to win her lawsuit. Uh, That's what I suspect, frankly. But, you know, maybe title insurance would have been a better approach. You're listening to...
0: News Radio 923. WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.